0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 533, and you too, with backs and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be a blustery, cold kind of day. At least that's what Dan Brown said. Uh, sunny and high at 36, but wind gusts of up to 40 miles an hour! It's going to be freaking cold out there. Are it's your a- uh, hatches battened down? The hatches uh, have been battened. I don't know about down, yeah. maybe up. Long as they're in some, to do? long
0: as they're in some kind of position. 34 in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you're listening on the uh, podcast later on today, it's all brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got you back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Open line Friday today. I am almost 100% convinced we'll do it.
1: Well, we're going to do it. It's, it's whether or not the people can deliver, like, good quality products. Well, uh,
0: we've had, like, one good one the last four tries, so maybe this will be the day where it's a it's an A plus everyone gets a star in their forehead kind of thing
1: you know like, you ever have like a good streak on Amazon you're ordering stuff left and right bam 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 packages coming uh, right on time and then all of a sudden you order something and you're like, why is this taking three months to get here? It's because it's coming from China. That's kind of the quality of product that we're getting on f- Open Line Friday. It's like uh, people from three months ago are just realizing we're doing this kind of thing, and they just want to hear their own voices. Don't do that. The metaphor is so appropriate.
0: I did not even know what I. I don't even know how to congratulate you.
1: Is it really that appropriate? I'm or gonna. It?
0: Yeah, yeah, that kind of is.
1: Oh, I was just trying to think. Because you have else. high
0: expectations, but yet then it's it's you know Chinese manufacturing quality. Thank you for understanding that. That's exactly where
1: I was going with. That. I totally got it. Yeah. And Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford in Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lug Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Photo
2: 2. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 549 and Guns N' Roses with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: I like screaming at 549 in the morning. You know, we don't do
0: enough of that. Yeah. I always, I always uh, there have been times I've woken up at like 3 o'clock in the morning and, you know, screaming. But yeah. that's... Yeah, Listening
1: to that song?
0: No, no, just, yeah. uh, just screaming from... Whatever was going on just minutes before.
1: Uh, very windy today uh, with wind gusts up to 45 miles an hour and a high of 36. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. You know, it's hard to believe that J-Lo would be insecure in her relationship, but yesterday on the Today Show, she admitted that she gets jealous if somebody hits on her man.
0: Uh, what happens if someone hits on her? Did Ben Affleck
1: get uh, jealous? I guess it's okay. She said, quote, don't play with me. Do not play with me. But she added that things won't get physical. Quote, I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. But I will let them know in a very elegant and ladylike way to step all the way off. Which means she's going to kick somebody's butt. And it won't be so ladylike. No, but uh, somebody hitting on her man. She's dating a guy who uh, had sex with his nanny. When he was married to Jennifer Garner,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, I guess people change. I mean, everyone knows that Ben Affleck is with her. Yeah, he really should be kind of off everybody's table. Because I mean, you're going to be better than Jennifer Lopez. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you can beat anybody better than that. You're going to offer him something
1: that she can't provide. I don't think that's true I don't know. No uh-huh. way. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, who played Pennywise, the clown in the It movies, was busted for marijuana possession in Sweden. He was caught at the airport in Stockholm with 2.43 grams of pot. You know, we tend to forget that it's not legal everywhere.
0: No, it's not. I mean, even though you could, like, you know, walk on the street and smoke a big fat, big fatty right there in the middle of Main Street, doesn't mean you can do it everywhere. I'm actually surprised of all the countries,
1: Sweden it's not legal. You would have thought that, I would have thought that, uh, you know, they're very diplomatic over there. I don't know. I think the Swedes have got a problem with the weeds. I guess so. This actually happened back in October, but Bill was sentenced this week. They made him pay a fine of $40,000 Swedish krona, which isn't as bad as it sounds. It's only $3,800 for the U.S. That's pretty bad. I wouldn't want to pay that kind of fine. Yeah, but he's from marijuana uh, possession. He's the clown from it. He's got that clown money. That's I mean, why he needs,
0: to sm- he needs to start smoking that stuff in the gutters.
1: Yeah. I wonder if, it like, uh, when they tried to arrest him, did he take out, like, a big plastic wrench and then pretend like he was pulling the teeth of one of the uh, one of the, the guards there and then oh, yeah. pulled out a big, like, foam
0: tooth? He should leave his weed in his red
1: balloons. He should weed. his mm-hmm. weed in his red Can't say that ten times fast. The uh, Hollywood Reporter. Uh, has chosen the 50 best TV shows of the 21st century, and I will go through all 42 of them because that's all we have time for. Starting at number 42. Mad Men was number one. Uh, Sopranos was number two. I'll I'll just do the 10. Succession, number three. 30 Rock, number four. The Wire, number five. Reservation Dogs, number six. Better Call Saul, number seven. And uh, number eight, Girls, number nine. Freaks and Geeks, and number 10, BoJack Horseman. And Breaking
0: Bad is not in the top 10.
1: Uh, Breaking Bad isn't even on the top 15. Came in at number 16. Are you 16? kidding me? 16? Really? You know, I listen, I, I admit fully admit I didn't even watch the show, but I know the, the phenom behind the whole thing, like that should have been probably uh, Dude, in the top five. Just on the
0: acting alone on that show, Yeah, it should be in the top 10.
1: Uh, yeah. You know what uh, somebody uh, referred referred to uh, the '80s as? What? The late 1900s. You wanna (laughs) you wanna talk about feeling old? It's not wrong either. Oh, no, it's not wrong. I would say the late 20th century sounds a little bit better than, yeah. than the late 1900s. But you know what?
0: I'm, I think I'm going to start adopting that. You know, I've been at this station since the late 1900s. Yeah, yeah. Since the, yeah, just yeah, since yeah. the
1: turn of the century. <laughs> just before the turn of the century, I started here. That's what you can say, right? Since the turn of the century. And I can say I started here after the turn of the century. <laughs> But I was listening to you before the turn of the century. <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel like really old when somebody refers to it like that? It, it does since we're now uh, well into the 21st uh, century. Oh, God. Yeah, I, and that's the other thing. It's We're 24 years into this whole thing. <laughs> Paul McCartney's uh, long-lost Hoffner bass guitar has been called the most important bass in history because it was used in the crea- creation and recordings of dozens of Beatles classics. It was stolen from the back of a van in the Notting Hill area of London back in 1972, but Paul finally got it back thanks to a grassroots campaign called the Lost Bass Project. Uh, members were able to track down. Net- I thought it was bass. I no, it it's was a like, bass. Like it was fishing. I lost my, I lost, my fa- I lost the fish i don't think it's the hook.
0: i don't think there's anything such thing as a hofner bass
1: you don't think so no
0: nah, i'm pretty sure it's a
1: bass members were able to track down the uh, original thief who led them to the person he sold it to from there they traced its journey over the past 50 plus years until it was finally located in the attic of a home on the south coast of england you know i don't understand these people who like buy stolen artwork yeah. like like what are what could you possibly do with it other than hide it because somebody knows where it is you can't show that to anybody i know people
0: who have bought hofner basses because because of paul mccartney yeah never thinking that you know this was actually paul's actual guitar yeah so i mean it, it was the guy whose attic this was even realizing that this was actually Paul's real bass?
1: I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out the whole story of that, though. Too, like how, like, like, oh, it was just sitting in my grandmother's attic.
0: Yeah, thinking, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a, just a base, just like the one Paul McCartney used to play. No, no. it's the one Paul McCartney used to play.
1: No way. It's sitting up in your attic. Hey, it it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. You could have gotten a lot of money for that. Still could. Yeah, well, no, they gave it back to him. He's got it back. Uh, The homeowner didn't even know the history of the... uh, That's the thing. The homeowner didn't even know. And within days, it was back in Paul's possession, and he's incredibly grateful to have it back. And it needs some minor repairs. It's still complete and has its original case and can be... uh, can easily be made playable again. Wow, that's
0: fantastic.
1: And uh, Kim Kardashian has reportedly told Kanye West not to let his wife walk around nearly naked when their kids are around. Good advice. Yeah. She must have said something to say. Oh, my God, the last time I was that naked was when Ray J. Porky picked the unicorn uvula in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. <laughs> Caitlin? It's like riding a rainbow. It is. Yeah. I never got that done to either mother Chris Kim, but uh, she was looser than a clown's pocket. It looked like the saggy part of bingo arms. What are you, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say, was like waving a stick inside the Mass Mutual Center. <laughs> but I got to tell you, she arrived faster than a hooker in Skechers. <laughs> Memory foam because of rage. <laughs> provides good support it does and that is your hollywood <laughs> trash at rock 102 ah! insurance. No. and now Bax's view from the couch brought to you by rocky's ace hardware good people rock solid service at every rocky's ace hardware
0: hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you folks remember when bud Sealing was the commissioner of baseball and after 18 years in the job everyone wondered when the hell that rotten old man was gonna retire i know i certainly did So when Bud finally stepped down in 2015 at the age of 81, most people were quite relieved. Nine years later, just as Bud is about to turn 90, his replacement Rob Manfred has announced that he is about to retire. Yesterday, the current commissioner of baseball announced that the the, the job that he's held on for almost a decade is coming to an end. Might be time to pack it all up and walk away, too. After all, Rob Manfred is 65 years old, appears to be in decent health he's enjoying a big fat paycheck that drags in 17 million a year at this stage in his life what does he need this aggravation for and that is why after much reflection he has decided to pass the torch to somebody else and he will do it once his contract expires in january january of 2029 now you may say Maxie, that's approximately five years away what kind of guy announces his retirement five years in advance of walking out the door i'll tell you what kind of fella announces his plans to retire five years in advance it's the kind of guy who only has five years left to go and when that day comes that i only have five years left to go you can guarantee i'm gonna start talking about it sadly i'm still 942 days away from making that sort of announcement still two and a half years away and with 2,760 days left to go before I can retire from his godforsaken business, you can damn well be sure I've already got those various calendar-based landmarks already mapped out. So if I were Commissioner Rob Manfred, I would take the next 1,781 days to remind everybody about my impending retirement. That way, five years from now, my sudden retirement will come as a shock to no one. Because I will warn you now, when he does retire, that it'll be my job to let everybody know that my retirement is coming just 986 days after his. So you might want to prepare yourself for that, although I think I've given you plenty of warning. But hey, never my yapping. sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Join me and Rockies in celebrating National Bird Feeding Month. Go to Rocky's for a big 40-pound bag of the wild bird food, only 20 bucks. Black oil, sunflower seeds, same deal, 20 bucks. Feed your feathered friends with bird food that you bought at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 6'11", and ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Going to be windy today with a high of uh, 36. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 34. It is 34 right now in downtown Springfield. You, uh... You fly fairly frequently, right? Use, uh, at least once a year, I yeah. Yeah, take a plane trip. Usually. Isn't your,
0: isn't your uh, sister a flight attendant?
1: Uh, yes, yes, yeah. One of, them are, one of them is, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I mean, I would think that, uh, yeah, she's probably seen a few things in her day on a flight that uh, are unusual, maybe uh, disturbing, possibly gross.
1: Oh, I'm sure yeah, it I'm happens
0: sure. all the time. Yeah, I yeah. listen. We've all. We've all been on flights where something bad happens. Maybe not, you know, crashing into the ground, but you know, maybe someone getting unruly or drunk or yeah, what have you. On Tuesday, a Delta Airline flight 133 departed from Amsterdam, bound for Detroit, but one hour into the flight, the uh the flight had to be turned back to Amsterdam
1: mm-hmm.
0: after a passenger reported that uh, from the overhead bin above her. On this flight, mm-hmm. uh, dozens of maggots were falling from the overhead bin. <laughs> dozens of That's maggots,
1: disgusting
0: maggots on a on a plane. I'd almost rather have my Monday through Friday snakes on a plane than a bunch of maggots
1: from the overhead bin. Yeah. All right. The story
0: goes is that uh, the flight crew eventually traced the maggots to a passenger's bag. Which contained rotten fish wrapped up in a newspaper.
1: Okay. Back up. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. Just hear me out. All right. Why are you carrying a fish around in your bag?
0: Well, you know, I I I can understand it if it were fresh fish. Yeah. You know, uh, you know one that you you bought like at the airport and they packed yeah. it for you, kind of like they they do in Boston at Logan. Yeah. Where you can get like fresh lobsters, you know, from the airport. Yeah. But if the fish is already wrapped in paper and it's already at the point of rotting to the point where maggots have found their way into your bag
1: yeah that that seems like it, that wasn't just sitting there for an hour like the guy didn't just pick it up at the Amsterdam airport going oh fresh fish ah, I'd love to take one bag with me yeah this had been sitting in there for quite some time maggots don't usually form for after like a day or two of it sitting there out in the open normally when I'm packing for a trip uh, you know,
0: I'm, I want to make sure I got the you know, enough pair of drawers. I got enough, uh, you know, clean socks, a shirt, perhaps. Yeah, I've never said to myself, "Where did I leave that rotting chunk of fish?"
1: Unless this guy was just trying to be an a hole.
0: Well, see, that's kind of yeah. my my thing. This is this has to be like an intentional act. Like somebody wanted to go on a plane and screw around with people. Yeah, because you don't just. Collect maggots and put them in your carry-on luggage. That's something you check in.
1: This is this is exactly why I I don't like checking a bag either, because when you check a bag, pe- God knows what people bring with them from their homes. Uh-huh. We're going to talk uh, in the news about a, a woman from Westfield a little bit later on about the living conditions that that uh, people were subjected to. Sure. The same. You don't know where people come from, and if they have like bed bugs or lice or any anything, yeah, they bring that with them in their bag, and now your bag is sitting next to them because you checked in right at the same time, and the bags are <laughs> smacked together, and then bam, you got bed bugs as soon as you got uh, you got to your destination.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm not a I'm not a germaphobe. You know, I, I'm not the, you know the kind of guy that necessarily judges somebody right away. You know, I don't start my judgment until, you know, they start acting like they need a judgment. Yeah. But the idea of someone who, like, uh, is sitting next to me on a plane with lice or, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, they're infested with something or a bad smell. Yeah. I'm always uh, pretty cognizant of that. I don't have much, you know, situational awareness. But if I saw maggots. Yeah. Landing on the woman next to me on the plane.
1: That's so disgusting.
0: I would probably ask for a new seat. I would
1: probably ask for a new plane.
0: Well, but when you're already in the, in the air, you don't always have that option. But in this case, they turned the entire plane around to yeah. go back to Amsterdam. You're yeah. an hour into this already. You're, yeah. you know, at that point, you're a thousand miles away. Yeah. I mean, I can't even. I can't even. I can't even imagine what it must be like to be on that plane. Uh, and you got some place to be like Detroit and you have to turn around because somebody brought fish
1: rotting in paper with maggots
0: it's so gross
1: and so but did they say anything about the passenger bringing the the, the they, fish on the plane
0: there's they've said absolutely not uh they've said absolutely nothing about the person who brought it on the plane other than they've they've traced the maggots to you know that bag but they're not saying anything about the person who owned it.
1: That it's so disgusting. I don't even know why you would do that unless you purposely were trying to be a jerk and making you know a noxious smell within the cabin, and then also, obviously, this thing again, maggots don't just happen like in a couple of hours. Like even if the guy picked up the fish two hours ago, the maggots aren't going to start until like the next day when the thing is like had the time for the bacteria to it's so gross it's so gross enjoy your breakfast folks by the way Uh, yeah yeah. that's
0: that's a that's a whole nother thing
1: but uh i would never do that i would never bring something like that and and you're telling me that you can buy lobsters at logan
0: yeah they'll they'll pack it up and and everything
1: they pack it up in what dry ice so you can bring it on the plane with you Uh,
0: you know ice packs and a cool and like a like a, a styrofoam cooler yeah and uh yeah you can you can get off you know you know, get on the plane with a with a couple of uh, small lobsters with you.
1: Are you allowed to take that on as your carry-on or do you have to check that as checked baggage? Uh well, it, it used
0: yeah, no, it used to be uh carry-on. Wow. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I would never I would never do that now. I mean, yeah. there's always some place to find a lobster, but uh, but yeah, you can you can do that. Noticed- now, now Delta has no prohibition on bringing aboard perishable food items. That includes fish as long as there's no violation of agricultural restrictions from the uh, the destination country like you know if you're you're traveling in a foreign country and they you know yeah. during customs they want to everything that you're bringing on
1: there should be a restriction for uh rotting foods like it- well,
0: yeah, but you know, when, you get the, when you get the little customs card that you're supposed to fill out, you know, what are you bringing into this country? Well oh, I'm bringing a package of rotting fish with yeah, maggots.
1: I'm bringing a dead fish on the plane with me. Oh, okay. Where are you going? Detroit. Okay, I understand now. I'm sorry, sir, you're yeah. going to have to
0: come with me. You didn't claim your rotting fish with the maggots inside that newspaper.
1: But, but my point is you're going to a place like Detroit. Nobody's going to think twice about oh, You know what? Get those dead fish out of here. <laughs> yeah, we don't want yeah, any dead yeah, fish in Amsterdam. The, the
0: smell of rotting perch is the best thing you can hope for.
1: You know, you go to Amsterdam, you think you're going to, you know, you're going to visit the red light district, you visit one of them pot shops, mm-hmm. or, or any one number of those. Uh, don't they have like psychedelic drugs you can use, uh, like in the in all that right. area too?
0: That's a possibility.
1: And then all of a sudden, uh, of all the things you could have brought back with you, you brought a dead fish.
0: If you we're in you're absolutely right. If you were in Amsterdam and your next destination was Detroit. Yeah. I think you'd want to go back to Amsterdam rather than your because your final destination is gonna be awful. Maybe it was with, a, or with, with or without the rotting fish.
1: Maybe it was a gift for his kids who now have a tag on that says, uh my dad went to Amsterdam and all I got was this lousy dead <laughs> rotting fish with maggots.
0: It's six twenty with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. John Hazen here. Hazen... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 626 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102.
1: Dan Brown has the full forecast for you, and you're in for a windy day. Let me just preview it it that way. Coming up, uh... Will your hat stay on your head? Find out with Dan Brown. <laughs> good, yeah, yeah. good luck with yeah. that, that one. Yeah, it's really good. You got anything there? Uh, um, know? let's see. Well, tonight <laughs> it's
0: uh it's Free Music Friday mm-hmm. at uh, at MGM Springfield. You're going to be there uh, tonight from six thirty to eight thirty. Yes, I am. That'll be fantastic. And uh, the band tonight is Derek and the Fun Bags, New England's number one undisputed party band. No one has ever disputed that, and you will not dispute it tonight when you go to MGM Springfield. Again at the MGM Ball, uh, Aria Ballroom, right upstairs. Uh, you know, you go to the movie theaters, you bang a right, go down the
1: hall, boom, you're right there. Listen, take my advice and get there early because the room fills up, and then you have to wait outside and wait for people to leave. If you really, so if you really want to go see uh, Derek and the Funbags, don't don't delay. Get there on time. Yeah, don't say,
0: "Oh, we'll show up at seven thirty and see what happens." You're not gonna
1: like what's gonna happen yeah, at seven thirty. No, you're not gonna like. Now th- th- no, the thing is, there's not a Thunderbirds game going on tonight. No, so. they're out of town. Right, but um, it, again, it, just precautionary. There wasn't a. There wasn't a one when we, when Aquanet was playing the a uh, couple of weeks ago too. That was packed. So just be prepared like a Boy Scout. All right, fair All enough. Right? Yes. Now, do you want to laugh? I do. All right. It's Bax Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's oh, Classic Rock. So a soldier runs up to a nun, and out of breath he says, Please, may I hide under your skirt? I'll explain later. So the nun goes, Yeah, go ahead. So a moment later, <laughs> two m- military police ran up and asked, Sister, have you seen a soldier? And the nun replied, He went that away. way You know, okay, and after the MPs ran off, the soldier crawls out from under her skirt and says, Ah, I can't take you enough, sister. You see, I don't want to go to Iraq. And the nun says, I understand completely. (laughs) And the soldier added, I hope I'm not rude, but you have a great pair of legs. And the nun replies, if you looked a little higher, you would have seen a great pair of nuts, too. I don't want to go to Iraq, either. Ah! <laughs> hey, they're all trying to dodge the draft. He's not a real nut. What, what year is this? I don't even know. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Here's your Western...
0: 631 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians, get up to a $5,000 sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at com slash
1: family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The Berkshire District Attorney's Office has confirmed that the human remains discovered on Lennox Mountain during the search for missing woman Susan Lockwood have been positively identified as belonging to her. The search for Lockwood resumed on Friday, February 9th, after a hiker reported finding a hiking boot with evidence of human remains off a trail on Lenox Mountain. Members of the Mass State Police Emergency Response Team and the K-9 unit joined the uh, search and rescue team over the weekend to search areas in Lenox and Richmond for Susan Lockwood, who has been missing since October 30th of 2023. Crews conducted searches Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday on February 12th. A state police trooper and his canine partner discovered evidence of clothing and human remains at the bottom of a cliff while canvassing the land near a cliff. The officer of the chief medical examiner retrieved a fully intact skull and other remains, subsequently confirming Lockwood's identity through dental records on February 14th. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it sounds like a case of a hike a hike that she got injured, yeah. and you know that I mean they'll they'll, they'll get all the details uh, on that through the investigation, but sounds just like a, like an unfortunate hiking accident
0: absolutely but I mean <laughs> you know but they found the remains so I mean at least there's some you know, a little bit of closure in
1: this yeah I I would highly recommend taking some kind of GPS device with you if you're gonna go out by yourself
0: yeah but you know what sometimes you know, especially if you're talking like you know the Berkshires you may be in like some remote areas where you're not getting a signal you you're you perhaps you know your phone isn't working correctly maybe yeah. the gps isn't connecting i mean you're in a lot of different areas in in new england where you think well that would be a really easy thing to do and i'm sure yeah. you know if you know anything about hiking that's what you do since i get all my
1: information from tiktok now cuz that's yeah, yeah right uh, That's uh, the number one information uh one of the one of the tips were if you were going to be out hiking by yourself and your battery is low on your cell phone and yeah. you're lost leave a voice go change your outgoing voicemail before the phone dies and say i'm at this location uh, here's my coordinates cuz you can probably find it on your phone before your phone dies you know on your google maps or mm-hmm. something and just let everybody so so that way uh, the search team can find you if uh, if they were to call you
0: yeah who thinks about doing that
1: uh, probably not that many people do, and I'm, I mean, this I would, is why I, I would survive, because I am on the TikToks. The last yeah. time
0: I changed my uh, my voicemail message on my cell phone was about three cell phones ago.
1: Is that what it was, three cell phones ago? How long ago was that, 30 <laughs> a years? Long, a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. How many cell phone numbers have you had?
0: Uh, only one. I've kept the same number. Really? For, uh, wait a minute, is that right? Two. Really? Two, I take that back. Yeah, no, i but I've had this one for a real long time.
1: I've had uh two as well. I yeah. One for the longest time and uh that was a Virgin Mobile phone
0: when Virgin they... Mobile.
1: Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was uh that was the height of my uh my existence, was yeah. having the Virgin Mobile phone. I
0: think years ago I had something called US Cellular, which uh Ooh, was bought out you. by somebody and that was the end of that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't even know is Virgin Mobile still around.
0: I don't think I've ever heard, I
1: don't I haven't I've heard seen that commercial. in years. Yeah, I haven't seen a commercial or anything. Uh, a Holyoke High School teacher is on leave after allegedly linking a comedy video with adult themes to his Google Classroom. Principal Lori McKenna sent an email to families and staff about an investigation that is taking place after a student notified school administrators of the video. I'm writing to let you know that we launched an immediate investigation this afternoon after a student notified school administrators they saw an inappropriate video linked to a teacher's Google Classroom space today. We also took immediate steps to prevent further access to the video, stated McKenna. The, uh, excuse me, (coughs) that time of year. Yeah. Um, The video in question posted on the Hello Holyoke community forum on Facebook. Oh, uh, that's a big one. That's where a lot of people complain about that shows the teacher, who is a self-identified actor, model, and dancer, in a skit uh, titled Actors Anonymous Hotline. In the video, the teacher portrays an adult entertainer who is having intimacy issues with their on-screen and off-screen counterparts. That sounds hilarious. Holyoke uh, school officials did not publicly identify the teacher or the status of their employment at this time. According to the email sent out by the principal, They're offering resources and other support for anyone impacted by this particular incident. They're asking anyone with any relevant information about this incident to come forward. And that's all we know. (sighs) It's like, you know, good old-fashioned private citizens can't
0: just make good TikToks anymore without some sort of consequence.
1: Isn't that horrible? I know. You know what? Like, I know some
0: people who have. Uh, I've read stories, I should say, of some people whose careers were destroyed because they happen to have an OnlyFans page.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't mean.
0: understand that at hey,
1: all. Hey, you see who's got an OnlyFans page? Who? Rachel Drozdahl. Remember her? Remember She's them? under a different name now. Yeah, well, okay. So she was the lady who uh, claimed that she was African American, right? Yes. A- and then was heading up some kind of group, and then it turns out by some. R- revelation she was not african-american at all and she but she identified as african-american It right. was this whole big you know thing well she was under a different name she's under a she's now a teacher or was a teacher up until yesterday or two days ago right she had an only fans page and the school fired her for having the only fans page
0: now were these uh, provocative peekaboo uh, type yeah. of videos
1: well what, what a smart woman she has now brought attention to the fact that she's got this OnlyFans page. I bet you there's a bunch of dudes out there that would pay to see that. That's the thing. It's 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 because because it's a topical thing, and everybody wants to go see. There's there's a certain percentage of the population out there that would go and and, and buy that.
0: You know, I, I've uh, I I've never in my life have thought. I really need to start paying to see things on Only OnlyFans. Is, is is that like a generation thing, or is that just me being cheap?
1: It's got to be a generational thing because I don't see. First of all, I would I would never pay for anything like that. You pay for porn. What do you? What do you? I mean, the inter- so much The internet. Yeah, exactly.
0: You'll never yeah. finish all the free stuff. There's
1: free stuff everywhere. You don't need to go pay for it. Yeah, I, I mean, never, I never understood that. Why would you pay for that? I, I
0: mean, I can't even imagine what's behind the paywall, that, and is it really anything that I
1: can't you, see in front of the paywall? So one time I heard this uh, interview about what is behind the paywall, and apparently, the behind the paywall, it's like for the people who are really into like kinks and stuff. Yeah, like stuff you're not gonna normally see on a on a regular uh, porn uh, type site.
0: Like what are they preventing everyone from seeing? There's plenty of filthy stuff on 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 the online for free.
1: Yeah, but I guess it's even better when you're paying for it. Supposedly, I don't know. I Maybe mean, I, I
0: I can't even imagine. What I can't even imagine what more the human body can endure that requires me to you know you pull out my credit card.
1: You know I I, I I'm I'm back to the old ways. I, I'm back to picking up that Sears wish book with the lingerie <laughs> section in it. Let the theater of the mind work its magic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I'm going you, back to yeah. old
0: uh, swimsuit editions of Sports yeah, Illustrated exactly.
1: from 1978. Yeah, the the old good old fo- uh, airbrushed photos back in the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly my point. I, I just I don't understand why anybody would pay somebody to to take their clothes off when you could see them for free, like anywhere online.
0: But you clearly they are because just, there are some people on on OnlyFans that are raking in big ass bucks. I know. Who are these it's not I can't I'm not even at the point now where I'm asking, well who are these people that have their own OnlyFans page? My question is, who are the fans who are paying
1: for it? Who are these people? Uh yeah, well so yeah. Why can't I have your login? Why? Yeah. Why can't I have your login? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah nobody's. Sh- everybody's sharing their HBO with me. Their yeah. Netflix. Right. Netflix, nobody's like Hulu. Sh- nobody, yeah. Nobody's sharing an OnlyFans handle. This is an outrage. Yeah. What, what's this greased weasel sixty <laughs> nine? And the password is just rectum. I don't understand. <laughs> A uh, Westfield woman who was charged with two counts of reckless endangerment of a child and eight counts of animal cruelty avoided jail after reaching an agreement with the state to dispose of the case. Last May, officers were called to South Maple Street, uh, the home of Tammy Meyer, 36, after a neighbor complained of loud banging coming from the apartment. When no one answered the door, a police dispatcher contacted Meyer, who said there was no one in the apartment but a cat and that her two children were with her. Uh, After responding officers, with the help of the landlord, gained access to the apartment, they immediately called the health department and the city's animal control officer for what was described as terrible conditions. Inside the apartment, officers found piles of trash everywhere and it appeared to be uninhabitable with dried feces and urine littering the floor all across the apartment. Uh, That's according to the uh, statement of facts filed by the investigating officer. Officers then began uh, searching the apartment and found two children, both under 16, hiding in a bedroom that was littered with trash and filth, according to the Statement of Facts. The children were taken by police to a local hospital, and mental health counselors were contacted. As the officers continued searching the apartment, they found a, quote, swarm of bugs gathered at the entrance of the basement, which had an overflowing litter box. Mm. This is uh, this is my example to my kid who wants a cat. <laughs> Do you see what can happen if you just let it go? Because
0: once upon a time, this woman asked her parents whether she could have a cat.
1: That's right. Officers also found two box turtles, two guinea pigs, a dog, a cat, and a dried-out body of a ball python that appeared to have been dead for a long time. Oh, my God. You know, when I hear things like this, I I look around my cluttered home and I go, it's not so bad here. (laughs) There's nothing dead. There's no. It's not grime. It's, uh, It's just... Stuff. It's like a book bag. It's yeah, closed. But, but at least you don't
0: have a dead ball python in yeah, the house. Yeah. Uh,
1: the animal officer on scene said the uh, turtles didn't have food, water, or a heating lamp, and appeared to be close to death, according to the statement of facts. The uh, guinea pigs also didn't have uh, food or water, and their cage was full of feces, according to the statement of facts. The surviving animal were uh, living in terrible conditions. The turtles and guinea pigs were taken to Tufts Animal Hospital in Grafton for treatment. In May, Mario was charged with 10 felonies after being arraigned, and she was released on personal recognizance. She returned to district court last week and admitted to that facts in the two counts of reckless endangerment of a child and for five counts of animal cruelty were sufficient for a guilty verdict. Three of the animal cruelty charges were dismissed at the request of the prosecutors. For her admission of the facts remaining in the remaining felonies, the court continued the case without a finding and placed her on probation. Ew. Yes. Oh, oh no. Kool Aid went under the refrigerator. We You're are going to get, get ants. ants. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 36. Did you have something
0: to add? I was just going to say, I would imagine her uh, customer card at PetSmarts going to be revoked.
1: Oh, yeah. You haven't used this in like three years. <laughs> The last purchase was a python. <laughs> Where did that thing go? Where is that confounded python? I just thought it was a walking stick. Uh, very windy today with a high of 36. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 34. It is 34 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 651. And Steely Dan with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Uh, Going to be windy today with a high of 36 tomorrow. More of the same with a high of 34. It is 34 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Rock 102 is giving you a chance to go to a Springfield Thunderbird hockey game with Pat Kelly. Enter uh, rock102.com by the end of the day on February 18th, which is what? Uh, Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. That, that'll be your last chance. Uh, five winners and their guests will join Pat Kelly Friday the 23rd to watch the thunderbirds take on the Hartford Wolfpack. That'd be a great game, a lot of fun, and it's your chance to go to a thunderbird game with Pat, who knows his way around that place from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Yeah, he knows his way around. He's small. He can get in all the cracks and crevices. Yeah, but
0: he's he's also the former uh, thunderbirds PA announcer.
1: Yeah, but nobody remembers him for that.
0: That's the only way people remember him.
1: Um do you have anything here cuz I got something to talk about if you want? No, to I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I'm wide open. Uh, seeing a sign that advertises ice-cold beer doesn't seem wrong, does it? No. Unless you're, uh, you know, at a middle school band concert. Uh, never had that happen before. <laughs> Although they might want to think about that. Yeah, no kidding. It'll uh, make it go by a lot faster. But Tennessee wants to make ice-cold beer taboo. Two Republican lawmakers have introduced a bill that would ban the sale of refrigerated or cold beer in Tennessee. It's already cleared two hurdles in the state and is now headed to a committee where it will be debated. If it passes this stage, it will head to the final vote. Now, if you're thinking that seems strange, uh, it is trying to tackle an important issue. The goal is to curb drunk driving and reduce deadly crashes involving alcohol. Drinking and driving is already illegal in Tennessee, but open container laws do allow those traveling in vehicles to imbibe. I Mm. never understood that. Drinking and driving is illegal... Only if you're under the influence? Here in Massachusetts, if you have an open container alcohol, that's a violation in itself. That just seems kind of dumb that you should have made the open container thing. That should be a part of it. Uh, The bill seems pretty vague at this point, at least the version that's been released publicly. But it specifically mentions beer sold at retail. So we're assuming bars, restaurants, and venues could still serve cold beer. Like at a restaurant or something like that, but you just can't take the six pack with you on the way out.
0: You know, anytime I've been to a, have you ever been to a liquor store?
1: Uh, I used to live in a liquor store. Okay, so then you, I didn't pay rent. I just well, yeah, right, actually, right. I kind of did. I was ran away. All this stuff. Yeah. Well,
0: then follow my logic here on this. Uh, when you go into a liquor store, and whether or not you go to the refrigerated the refrigerated section or not, there's only a small portion of that store which is dedicated to beer. Right. Right. Have you ever noticed the things that are around the store beyond the beer section? There's wine. There's uh, there's liquor. There's yeah. cordials, uh, and none of those are refrigerated. So if I if 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 you're doing something to prevent me from wanting to drink and drive with beer, I got a whole liquor store around me with all kinds of things I can be drinking while I'm driving.
1: Well, some are arguing that. The restaurants and the venues and all that other stuff could be a bigger contributor to driving under the influence than the beer sold at the gas stations and the grocery stores and the breweries. Another good point. Uh, the lawmakers are looking to address that, too. They'd like to see the caps on the number of drinks a place will serve when a person can't prove they have a designated driver. Well, this are the laws so antiquated that? like here you just told me for the celebrity bartending thing you took a tips course because it's yeah. the the legal ramifications of letting somebody walk out the door of a venue even if you didn't serve them if, if that was the last place they were at and they came in drunk and they didn't even ask you for for booze you let they left they get into an accident yeah. you're you're still the, liable
0: the uh, yeah the process of getting certified was a lot more time consuming and uh, involved than I expected it to be I thought you know 10 minutes you you know give them a, you know a $35 check and you're you know you're ready to go but it's 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 no it's not like that at all
1: when I when I was uh, when I lived in New Jersey I remember like in the bars you that's that's the package store that was the place to get the beer yeah so they I don't know if they sold beer in the liquor stores or not it was one of those kind of things. But I just remember like you could buy a, like a six-pack on the way out the door of the bar if you wanted to, which, Right. which I think promote, just promotes drunk driving, too. You oil yourself up at the bar. You're looking for more beer. Oh, I'll just take this six-pack home with me and finish yeah. it on the way home.
0: Well, not everybody who buys cold beer in a liquor store is looking to drink it on the way home. I mean, a lot of people just do it because they're going to a place where they will be drinking like at home or a friend's house
1: i don't know my dad used to do it all the time i'm sure your dad did his road
0: sodas all the time but he
1: wasn't the only one i'm like you know that that's probably a big thing i i'm telling you there's more people driving around drunk all the time these people (laughs) who, who have alcohol problems and things like that they're down in nips and all that other stuff you don't think you're driving safely no, I don't think they're driving
0: safely. adhering to all the rules of the road.
1: And now you can't tell anymore because people are texting on their phones as well. Yeah, so are you, yeah, it's, it's like it's like playing the game: drunk or texting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's six fifty-seven with Bax and Dangle of Rock One Hundred Two.
1: And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware good people, rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. Hey,
0: good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't mean to alarm anybody here, but March Madness is less than a full month away. And if you're like me, you're chomping at the bit to get into this year's NCAA brackets. Now, not to brag or nothing, but I would remind everybody that my Marquette Golden Eagles are currently the fourth ranked team in the country and trail only the Yukon Huskies in the Big East. In other words, I'm pretty sure they're going to make the tournament. Sadly, not every overpriced university will be that lucky. Some schools have no shot at being selected, and there are some schools that they can barely get out of the elevator, never mind find their spot on my tourney time brackets. For example, last night, the college basketball game between the Fairleigh Dickinson Knights and Long Island was delayed by a full 17 minutes. Why? Because apparently several Fairleigh Dickinson players found themselves stuck in an elevator at the Steinberg Wellness Center in Brooklyn, New York. According to reports, several players were trapped in the elevator between floors just minutes before they were due on the court for pre-game warm-ups. Mind you, they were already in the building and ready to play, but due to the mechanical malfunctions of the elevator, the game had to be delayed. Thankfully, the players were saved by members of the New York City Fire Department who responded within just a matter of minutes. And while that may seem like a quick response, if you've ever been in a claustrophobic situation and you've got somewhere to be, then you might as well have been in there for a few weeks before they dragged you to safety. In other words, at more than $62,000 a year in tuition, room, board, and fees, there's not a single kid on that team that thought about taking the stairs? What kind of education are they giving these kids at Fairleigh Dickinson University? Granted, in the five and a half years that I went to college, I didn't use the university stairways either. But I was a brash, young, non-scholarship bearing student with four full semesters of rigorous academic probation. The expectations of me were never that high. But when you're 17 minutes away from tip-off, it's a totally different story. Hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Hey, you wear Carhartts? Then you know Carhartts are hardly ever on sale. But right now at Rockies, you could save 40% on seasonal Carhartt workwear. It's a clearance, so hustle in before they get all the good stuff is, uh, taken out of there. Carhartt clearance, 40% off at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-11 in Motley Crue with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be windy today with a high of 36. Tomorrow, uh, more of the same with a high of 34. It is 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Did
0: you hear that uh, the story that uh, no. that cornflakes was invented by a guy who uh, invented them because something in the cornflakes prevents you from gratifying yourself? Like as an anti-masturbatory uh, thing. It's on the internet. You can look it up. What?
1: Yeah. I've never heard that. You've never heard that story? And I would be the kind of person that would hear a story like
0: that. Apparently that is absolutely true. You can look on the internet. The internet doesn't lie. Well,
1: of course not. Was it on TikTok? Because if it's not on TikTok, then I I, I, see I know it. it sounds insane. It
0: sounds crazy, but apparently that was the primary reason why it was invented. Cornflakes.
1: All right, let's uh, check into this little uh you're, I mean, of information. You're, you're
0: you're so busy eating the cornflakes with the bowl in one hand and the spoon in the other that you can't possibly, you know, do what you gotta do after you're done.
1: Uh I'm reading this now. In the United States, one of the oldest anti masturbation voices was John Harvey Kellogg. Wow, you really opened up a, a can of worms here. I'm, a telling can of corn flakes here. I'm telling you, cornflakes. I'm telling you. Uh, Anti-Masturbation Voices was John Harvey Kellogg, a physician and devout Seventh-day Adventist in Battle Creek, Michigan. In addition to running his successful surgery, Kellogg edited Good Health, the church's magazine promoting Adventist beliefs in healthy living, such as adopting a vegetarian diet, abstaining from alcohol, tobacco, caffeine, and getting plenty of fresh air and exercise. Unfortunately, the magazine, under Kellogg's leadership, uh, espoused eugenics and outdated anthro anthropological notions as well
0: right yeah i don't think there's any proof that it works (laughs) but because uh although i've you know never had cornflakes and done that at the same time yeah yeah it's just it's just too much to think about the reason i brought it up yeah is there's uh there's a new study from the journal of exposure science and environmental epidemiology this came out yesterday okay four out of five americans are being exposed uh, exposed to a little-known chemical found in popular oat-based foods. That includes, like, Cheerios and Quaker Oats. Yeah. This chemical is linked to reduced fertility, altered fetal growth, and delayed puberty. And 80% of Americans are testing positive for uh, this pesticide called uh, Chlormaquat.
1: Uh-huh. It's
0: a highly toxic agricultural chemical it's federally allowed to be used on oats and other grains imported to the United States. And when applied to oat and grain crops, uh, clormaquat uh, uh, alters the plant's growth, preventing it from bending over and thus making it easier to harvest. Okay. But it's not the only thing that winds up bending over. <laughs> so right. You take the good and take the bad out of it. So if you're eating like Quaker Oats and Cheerios and you're finding that you can't... Uh, perform yeah. in certain ways, or let's say your your children are undersized, it might be because you've been packing on the uh, the Quaker Oats thing, and then it's heart smart food.
1: Oh, I thought it was because I looked like that uh, fat, ugly, nothing Quaker guy on the label. <laughs>
0: well, that's
1: that's possible. That could be it, too. That's possible. Yeah. So there's
0: chemicals in oats that may be uh, making us uh, not fertile.
1: You know what? Think about anything that we eat. It's all filled with, you know, chemicals and things like that. They're saying like even the water system is loaded with. You know, you think about uh, when you uh, go to the bathroom. That okay. stuff gets treated at a at a sewage treatment plant. But they're only taking out the bacteria. They're not taking out all the chemicals that have gone mm-hmm. into the thing. There was there was there was one study I read that uh, sweeteners. Have been found in in water sources because people are urinate, urinating them out, and then it gets into the water system. Right. So, oats is probably not the worst thing that you could be eating.
0: Yeah, and uh, theoretically, because I mean, there's benefits to it too. But yeah. you know, uh, but ultimately, if the oats are being sprayed with a chemical, a mm-hmm. pesticide. And uh, even when it's being processed in the in the factories that put together like the your oatmeal,s and cereals and stuff, yeah, there's remnants of those chemicals that are still in the oats. It's it's just part of the plant now because they're all been genetically modified, yeah, to work this way. And yet, how many years have you been hearing that? You know, breakfast is not only the most important meal of the day, but you want to start off with a hearty breakfast of juice, toast, milk, and tricks. You know, it's like when you when you really put it all together, you realize this is like a poisonous meal that uh, that I'm putting into my body. It, and by the way, that may account for my my uh, my soft and no
1: longer rigid erections. I was going to say, is ED medication now part of a complete breakfast? <laughs> That's why they call it honey nut Cheerio. <laughs>
0: Juice, toast, yeah, milk, yeah, and Viagra.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a uh, that's that's a little surprising yeah. that uh, that's in our food, but it's not that surprising when you think about food sources and you think about where seeds come from and you think about genetically modified foods, imported wheat. We're not we're not growing this stuff out in the Midwest like everybody thinks we are. Um, no, it's probably coming from another country.
0: It it probably yeah. is. I mean, we export, but we import too. We we import the same things we export.
1: That that always fascinates me, like how the food supply chain works. Like, every, I think most people think that all of your food comes from the United States. No, and a lot of people aren't looking at the labels in the in the in the grocery stores. They're just saying, well. Wow, there's oranges there. They must be from Florida. No, they're no. from like Mexico or they're from somewhere else. Well,
0: because there's certain. Fruits and vegetables are seasonal. I mean, there are some fruits that would never grow in the United States in December.
1: I never knew up until a couple of years ago that the orange juice, like the Florida oranges, mm-hmm. like the peak time for that is like right now, like January, February. is the That's where you get the freshest orange juice uh, kind of thing. But go try finding that. In the grocery store. Oh yeah, good luck. A lot of that stuff isn't even uh, available. And
0: if you either. find it, you're going to pay an arm and a leg for it. Yeah, because it comes in small batches.
1: Yeah, but but again, I think people believe that 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 things come from them, like not from far away.
0: You know, you, when you talk about you know genetically modified food, you know yeah. a few years ago that the the whole argument about that was a pretty a pretty big one, and it's you know a pretty pervasive thing. <laughs> And you, you you talk to a dietician, you know, stay away from processed foods. We'll try to find something that hasn't been processed. Everybody's meat frozen. is processed, yeah. you know, with uh, with chemicals to make sure it stays red. There's dyes in the meat to make sure that it looks appetizing in the uh, in the case and in the package. All your produce has either been genetically modified or, you know, brought in from from another country in, on off-season times of the year. And they're all sprayed with the... With the with chemicals to keep them fresh for a longer period of time, or the packaging has been sprayed with chemicals to keep these things fresh for a long period of time. It's impossible, impossible to avoid processed, processed
1: foods. Food. Yeah.
0: I mean, even even at the at, with the, the best intentions, it's impossible to find. Yeah. And then you wonder why well, why is there an increase in all these different diseases as a result of this.
1: But if you go to a place like Autumn Mist Farm over there in uh, Feeding Hills, that's all natural meat. They grow that right on the farm, it gets processed processed at a butcher, but it's not processed with dyes and all that stuff. It's yeah. farm fresh food. Right. That that is harder to find
0: and, anywhere. And sometimes if you if you're getting farm fresh grass-fed beef, In a store, and it doesn't look as nice and red as you would want.
1: It's because it hasn't been pumped with a bunch of chemicals (laughs) in it to make it red.
0: It hasn't been pumped with enough steroids to make it look uh, appetizing in a package.
1: Years ago, I once wrote to a grocery store chain. I won't say which one. What does it rhyme with? Uh, I can't even say that. Uh, It's not about... I, I wrote them saying, hey, what's the deal with your ground beef? You know, and the ground beef is is red on the outside. But, but then when the, you open it up, it's gray, like on, it's the inside. gray on the inside. And uh, it was an explanation of like an oxidation process. You know, they sent me the whole thing. Plus, they sent me uh, one of their little uh, trinkets uh, so I could get a free slice of pizza in a soda. Oh, nice. Don't know where that might be, if you know what I'm saying. But they, they, at least they took the time to write the letter back and, and, and say that. Yeah. But it's really... They're just dyes that are added to the meat to make it look better. That's kind of gross. Yeah, but you well, know wasn't what? It, it, wasn't it that pink slime stuff? Wasn't that uh, part of the thing, or was that not <laughs> even real? Was that a not real thing?
0: I think that was debunked. Yeah, and uh, pink slime was not really uh, a thing, and it wasn't. And even if it was used, it wasn't used all over the place. But you yeah. know what? Everyone's been lying about you know all the pesticides in the food to begin with. Who do you really believe anymore? Yeah. You know so, I mean it, it's when you really go down that rabbit hole yeah you know about you know, about our food supply yeah and the fact that you're paying you know an arm and a leg for it to be poisoned by your Quaker oats yeah uh you know, you, you really scratch your head and go well you we none of us can really get ahead on this thing
1: um First of all, we're all doomed. I just want to say thank you for uh bringing uh some of the most gloomy messages uh, to to the listening audience before <laughs> a long holiday weekend. <laughs> and uh and also uh I want to find out more about this Kellogg guy and the uh, yeah. and the masturbation thing. I'm surprised you
0: don't remember that story.
1: No. that that, that they were that was it came out of well, I mean
0: it's been out there for a while, but then it got re-reported just a couple of years ago.
1: Well, I'm, I'm I have an article in front of me that I'm I'm about to read after we after we go through commercial break. Uh, of course, this wouldn't be the first time masturbation and Kellogg has been <laughs> used in the same sentence. <laughs> zing zing pow!
0: It's 7:22 at Rock 102. Yeah.
1: GG Inks, Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. at 7:28. And BTO with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Dan Brown's got the uh, detailed forecast for you coming up.
0: Uh, hey, next week on Baxi's Musical Podcast, I'm really excited about this. Uh, my longtime friend Cheryl Pavelski, who uh, runs Omnivore Recordings, has just won her fourth Grammy, this time by producing this amazing box set called uh, Written in Their Soul, the Stax Songwriter Box Set, uh, the, the, the Stax uh, Songwriter Demos. It's a, it's a seven-CD collection that's taken her 17 years to compile. These are all old demos from the songwriters from Stax Records. Stax Records, you know, release music from everyone from, you know, Otis Redding to Isaac Hayes to you could go on forever. And uh, it's an amazing collection of music. And it won two Grammys, the the one for uh, for him Best Historical Record and another one for Album Notes. And Cheryl oversaw all of them. Uh, that's going to be available on Monday, uh, brought to you by Metro, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Chickamee available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify and rock102.com. It's an excellent uh interview. I hope you get a chance to listen to it. It's really an interesting story coming up on Monday on Rock 102.
1: Friend of ours uh posted on Facebook yesterday. Uh you know, one of these uh, interactive uh type of posts. Yeah. Uh ruin a movie by replacing the word placing one word in the title with foreskin. <laughs> Uh, foreskin Brothers, as in Step Brothers. Sure. Uh, I said Foreskin on the River Kwai. That's a good one. Yeah. That's good. Uh, the Hand That Rocks the Foreskin. <laughs> okay. The Foreskin Games. Yeah. The, uh, Rumpel Foreskin. That's a good one. Uh, foreskin Burn, like uh, what's that saltburn uh, movie? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm seeing another uh, local uh, radio person saying The Longest Foreskin. The, yes. Yep. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Young foreskin. Yep. Uh, uh it's the, a wonderful foreskin. Uh, the, the smell of foreskin. That's a good one. Merry Christmas, you old uh,
0: movie house. <laughs> <Ooh>. Um <laughs> oh, scent of
1: a foreskin, right? Scent
0: of a foreskin, yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Ooh-ah! Right. Ooh-ah! Ooh-ah! I'm surprised, and I'm and the one I put down, I, I can't believe no one else thought of it. I put down Schindler's foreskin. <sighs>
1: oh, <laughs> You I did. mean I, I, well, I, I just ruined the movie. Well all of the all of the movies are ruined. All you, they're all ruined now. Uh Toy Foreskin you could do. <laughs> you could do uh Foreskin flew over the cuckoo's nest. It's a wonderful foreskin. The green foreskin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it could go on and uh, on and on for
0: days with this. It's 731, and we have news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Servio Locksmith. They got a key for that. St. James Avenue in Springfield or locksmith.com
1: His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A man was sentenced in Springfield Federal Courthouse for smuggling uh, tie-in... Ty- teen from China and selling it uh, online what is it tn epteen i don't even know what that is what is that uh, i believe that's the asian word for jeffrey epstein
0: i don't believe that's true
1: well it's uh, it's t- anyway it's like fake heroin oh or oh, it is oh. i don't even know it according to the department of justice 37 year old ryan Stabile of pasadena california Smuggled a highly addictive drug commonly known as gas station heroin, from China into the United States. That's the best kind of heroin, is the gas station kind.
0: Like your impulse buy uh, heroin.
1: We were talking about florists the other day. Uh, what are you gonna do? Go waste your money at a at a professional florist for Valentine's Day when you can perfectly go into a Cumberland Farms and pick up the bouquet that's sitting right there. <laughs> they're just as good yeah and each flower and is individually wrapped a fraction of the price
0: yeah <laughs> I've never uh, I didn't know uh, gas station heroin was a was a thing
1: well he imported between 10 and 15 kilos of this uh, per month from a Chinese supplier Stabil was the owner of supplements for work a company that sold misbranded drug drugs uh, TN Patine online. He repank, peep, repackaged it and marketed it through his websites as a mood enhancer and it, and claimed that it improved cognitive fun, functioning. The uh, I guess I should uh, take that. No, I, I don't think even, you should. I couldn't even get that sentence out of my mouth. The quantities of gas station heroin were sold in 5 gram, uh, 10 gram, and 20 gram quantities for prices between 55 and $175.00 and uh, Stabile's sales averaged $250,000 a month. Wow. He also said he was selling it for research purposes only, even though he sold it to individuals for personal use. A federal grand jury in California indicted uh, Stabile in November of 2019 on charges of conspiring to smuggle. Uh, while awaiting trial, he continued to sell the Tian uh online for several years under a different company and website called Ultra Vulgar Festival Drip. Ultra-vulgar festival festival drip. drip. That sounds like something I would not want near my mouth.
0: Yeah, if it were like a pleasant
1: festival drip, would you feel better about it? No, but when I hear something ultra-vulgar festival drip, all I can think of is those people in the mud piles out of that Burning Man uh, uh, concert. Yeah, right. Out in the middle of the desert. Uh, Stabil made at least $2.2 million in sales. In September of 23, he pleaded guilty to conspiracy and two counts of introduction to misbranded drugs with intent to defraud and mislead. In September of 2023, he was sentenced to two years in prison, three years supervised uh, release, and has to pay a forfeiture of $1.8 million. Wow. wow. That's a gas station heroin. You know, there's a you know, like comedian John Moses... Yeah. That uh, he's actually coming, uh, uh, he's he's touring, he's going to be coming to MGM.
0: Right, uh, coming to Roar.
1: But uh, he has this TikTok series of gas station uh, erectile dysfunction medicine. <laughs> you know, the ones that you see on there, and he gives it... He gives it five rubs for each one, you know, like which one has worked the best. Yeah, like I, like
0: rigid with extra G's. Yeah,
1: I, I know you've been in one of these stores and you see that stuff like manpower or you know something, <laughs> it's something like that to, to get you all excited. And I'm like, is anybody really putting this in their mouth? And apparently, apparently, there so. are. Yeah. yeah, it's it's selling uh, it's selling enough that it actually it must actually work.
0: Uh, I don't know about that, but, but you know, how what kind of emergency situation must you be in where you have to go to the nearest convenience store to buy something like that?
1: Listen, when the mood strikes, the mood strikes, Bax. If you uh let's say it's nine o'clock at night. Yeah. There's no doctor open at that time. <laughs> but
0: but there is an easy mart open and uh for just a few bucks you could be walking out of there as a like a like a proud sailor. Yeah
1: yeah pow or uh alaskan thunder f <laughs> oh wait that's weed i don't know. i there's a strain of weed out there called Alastin, alaskan thunder f interesting i can't believe somebody at a dispensary can look at me directly in the eye with a straight face and say that i
0: think the first dozen times you say it you probably giggle I, yeah, but after yeah. after a while the the it just becomes, novelty wears off
1: it just becomes part of the presentation like here, this is what we have. Uh, yeah.
0: We're here. having a sale on Alaskan Thunder F. We have uh,
1: Sk- uh, Skittles, uh, Jujubees, and uh, Alaskan Thunder F. Oh. I'll take I'll two. I'll take six. <laughs> a Holyoke High School teacher is on leave after allegedly linking a comedy video with adult themes to his Google Classroom. Principal Lori McKenna sent an email to families and staff about an investigation that is taking place after a student notified school administrators of the video. I'm writing to let you know that we launched an immediate investigation this afternoon after a student notified school administrators that they saw an inappropriate video linked to a teacher's Google Classroom space today. We also took immediate steps to prevent further access to that video. The video in question, posted on the Hello Holio community f- forum on Facebook, shows the teacher, who is a self-identified actor, model, and dancer, in a skit titled, Actors Anonymous Hotline. In the video, the teacher portrays an adult entertainer who is having intimacy issues with their on-screen and off-screen counterparts. Now, doesn't
0: that sound funny already? It sounds hilarious. Oh, and the crazy situations he finds himself in.
1: Holyoke school officials did not publicly identify the teacher or the status of their employment at this time. According to that email sent out by the principal, they're offering resources and other support for anyone impacted by this particular incident. How bad was it that you need counselors?
0: Um, they don't. As but something that they, they, what they need to do is try to avoid a lawsuit. lawsuits. Yeah, that's, that's exactly totally. why they, they offer it. There's, they'll be, they'll, trust me, there'll be no kid that's going to feel damaged by what they just saw.
1: Well, somebody did. Somebody went home and told their parent and said, hey, uh, this is what's going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: they probably said to their parent, you're not going to believe what Mr. So-and-so did in class today. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the parents freak out. The kid just, you know, laughing at it because the kid thinks
1: it's hilarious. They're asking anyone with relevant information about this incident to uh, to come forward. So, I don't know. If you know anything about it? You should, uh, you should definitely contact the police or let me see the video. I want to. Yeah, I want to see. It too. I'd like to critique this man's performance.
0: Sure, why not? You're like uh, like the Roger Ebert of uh, <laughs> of filth.
1: Well, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say it's probably a dumb, stupid video. That had connotations to, you know, maybe sexual activity or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't even worth sharing.
0: Potentially true. Potentially true.
1: Uh, Governor Healy attended the state police 89th recruit training troop graduation at the Mass Mutual Center yesterday. Multiple state and city leaders were also there, including an address by Governor Healy, Colonel John Maughan Jr., Interim Superintendent of the Mass State Police, Detective Lieutenant Jeffrey Johnson, commandment of the uh, Massachusetts State Police Academy, and State Representative Carlos Gonzalez of Springfield, a House chairperson on the Joint Committee of Public Safety. A total of 75 new troopers were sworn in after completing six months of training in New Braintree. Of the graduates, 68 are men, 7 are women, and 14 members have served their country in the armed forces. People are uh, poured into the Mass Mutual Center to show their support for the latest batch of recruits graduating from the Mass State Police. Munson uh, resident Steve Rickson and his uh, wife came to support their niece, Rebecca, who say they will be a standout trooper. She's also a great singer. Trooper Rebecca Rickson sang the national anthem.
0: How about that?
1: How about that? Uh, and, yeah, they, they had a nice time there. W- who won the driveway in the snow? And then the, the snowblower. snowblower, I
0: don't know. <laughs> I think I think it was some sort of a raffle.
1: All right. And the valedictorian of the class of 2024 gets a brand new driveway.
0: Would it be crazy if you found out like the 50 50 raffle uh, represented at least five hours of overtime pay?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, five hours that you didn't even have to show up. Right, for. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Listen, if you want to be a statey, you got to know how it operates.
1: Yeah, you gotta, you gotta know how to play the game. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're not. Uh,
0: they, they, I don't know if they teach you that stuff in the uh, pl- uh, in the state police academy.
1: Well, how to uh, get free stuff? How to get Friday? Yes, right. How to how to uh, manipulate the system for your own good? Actually, that's how they recruited them. They're like, hey, who wants to be part of the Massachusetts sweepstakes?
0: As a state cop, you have struck the jackpot.
1: Yeah, Ed, McM- Ed the, the like a like a uh, like a uh, AI image of Ed McMahon. There, you could be the next winner of a brand new driveway from the Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> the uh, mother of a high school cheerleader in Michigan is upset because the school told her daughter to quote cover up while she was wearing her official cheerleading uniform. It wasn't during a game. It wasn't during school, but at the girls. Uh, school it's common for athletes to be asked to wear uniforms to school on game days and the girls cheerleading coach told the cheerleaders to wear theirs the mother says her daughter was told she needed to go put some pants on because if she didn't cover up it's a distraction to the boys the mom wants to know if the uniform is appropriate to wear at games why wouldn't it be appropriate to wear at the school Good got a point. good, really good point. Really there. good point. The uh, school says it's no big deal. They released a statement saying athletic uniforms may not meet school dress code <laughs> requirements. That is the this is the case for the length of the cheerleading skirts. You are you are completely contradicting yourself. Yeah, by telling these girls they can wear short skirts during a cheerleading competition, but they're not allowed to wear them in school.
0: You know, what, it, it, it is really hard to argue with that because you're right. Why would why would a, a football or basketball game be appropriate, but an algebra class would not? I don't know. It makes no sense. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, this lady should sue. Mm-hmm. I would sue. Oh, I'd sue also.
1: I'm waiting for a good lawsuit to come along. You know, I'm not particularly. That's, that's my retirement plan. I'm yeah, gonna, that's I'm a good one. Wind up uh, getting. Uh, sue a big business.
0: I'm not particularly uh, litigious, but if I had the opportunity to, you know, to to crack the bank with a lawsuit, yeah. I would do it in a heartbeat.
1: Absolutely. Yes. And a school district is no exception to that. Well, I'd I want just... I'd
0: want to go a little bit deeper than that. I mean, I'd want to, you know, knock over like a Fortune 500 company with a good set of lawyers.
1: Yeah, a school district's got a good insurance plan too. They You'd do, at but least squeeze a couple of million out of that.
0: I know, but if I could find a way to like sue uh, Google or Apple because I've been damaged by their products, man, I'll tell you what, that would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, that's a good retirement plan, I'm telling you.
0: It's the bottomless well of, of potential uh, your, your, your lawsuit settlements. I've been trying to sue this place for years. You can not you get nothing out of that. No. No, you get nothing. You get what are you gonna get? Free t-shirts well, t shirts and tickets base. to the camping and outdoor show. Uh, I don't uh, think that's I don't think that's what you want.
1: That, well, you know, I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sue you for every Deerfield craft fair ticket you got in that <laughs> prize box. Don't I make think, me come after you. I think you
0: can I think you can find other things to sue for.
1: Oh yeah? Yeah. Like
0: you, like, sue, like a, I don't know, uh, you like a I, I, Tesla. Sue Elon Musk. That guy has been screwing you forever.
1: I have I don't own a Tesla. He's not Doesn't matter. screwing me. I, let's I, just I, say, I don't okay, have anything to do with the guy.
0: Well, let's say that you've got, uh, like a like, a weird aversion to rockets, yeah. and you want to sue him for his whole SpaceX program because it's emotionally damaging to you. Yes, it is emotional. This guy's got a couple billion dollars stacked away. That's the guy you want to go for. You know, am want to go with this company.
1: I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, somebody sent me a picture this morning um, of amazing shots of space. He's SpaceX. Is he SpaceX or is that the other guy?
0: I think he's SpaceX. He's
1: SpaceX. What's the Jeff Bezos one?
0: Maybe that's SpaceX. I don't, I don't know. even know.
1: Well, they're showing the uh, SpaceX amazing shots of the SpaceX launching another uh, satellite into space, and it looks like a big, giant, fiery penis in Mm -hmm. the
0: sky. That's right. How can you sue a guy like that? And you haven't been able to sleep because of these images of the fiery, burning penis.
1: No, I hold a lot of respect for the man that he can put a fiery penis in the sky.
0: No, no, no. You don't want to go that way. No. You've been emotionally damaged, Steve. You haven't slept in weeks.
1: Yeah, you're right. I haven't
0: slept Now's the time to contact an attorney. Contact an attorney and say, listen, I want to sue Elon Musk because I'm now damaged goods thanks to him.
1: Do you think uh, Elon Musk would choke on a sandwich if you mentioned the name Mark E. Salomon to him? Uh, without question. Say, without question. We'll settle. We'll settle.
0: Well, they've just. Mr. Nagel has just hired the law firm of Mark
1: E. Salomon. Oh, Mark E. Salomon. <laughs> oh my God, I'm choking on my sandwich. I can't believe you use those blasphemous words in this office. <laughs>
0: and then, and then you have uh, you know Elon Musk you're standing up around the conference table. Settle, and then they're done. Uh, I was. Then you get, to, you get a
1: big stack of cash. I always wanted to be part of one of those commercials. That would have been fun.
0: That would be fun. I would have
1: been the guy eating the sandwich and choking on it. Just to get the free sandwich.
0: Yeah, choking man number two. That's the guy I want to play.
1: Yes. yes yeah. Sandwich choker. Like,
0: like we're like we're all choking because Marky Salomon is <laughs> <was> representing the <laughs> other side.
1: <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, uh, sunny but windy and a high of thirty six tomorrow. Sunny with a high of thirty four. It is thirty four right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve. Na- oh, wait a second. There's a four or five car pile up on I ninety one south right past Northampton.
3: Oh, okay. So
1: I don't have any other details of that other than the uh, Route 10 Tire listener line. You can text at 413-293-1021, uh, but that is a developing situation here. And that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah Boston just burned- Rock
0: 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 757 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Uh, it is going to be windy today with a high of 36. Tomorrow, uh, more of the same with a high of 34. It is 34 right now in downtown Springfield. So uh,
0: after 8 o'clock, we will, uh, we will conduct another round of Open Line Friday. I'm yeah. going to tell you now, I don't want to hear any foul language. I don't want to hear any of your uh, unnecessary hate speech. And if you can try not to sound like a blithering idiot, and just let us take care of that part of the uh, the show then that would be terrific
1: yes yes right. it would be hey uh I, I we don't have much time here but if you left us a box of donut dip can you just identify who you are? Because, you know, we are kind of like little fat kids that will eat those donuts, but if they're uh, laced with something...
0: Like uh, anthrax. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. They
1: never found that one guy. Let us know if you were the one. Uh, on the on the Route 10 Tire listener line at 413-293-1021, you can just text it and say, yeah, that was me. Because, yeah, and and, and uh, they're untainted. It's unnerving uh, when you have a box of food just sitting there.
0: Especially outside. something as delicious as a, like a box of donut dip.
1: I know. I, you can't let that stuff go to waste. And, no. And if we don't know who it's from, uh, I, I, I don't, not that donut dip would have anything bad to do with it. I'm just saying, who you know, the delivery. It's like that. It's like the, the Uber Eats guy.
0: Yeah. Like a lot of things can happen from West Springfield to East Meadow.
1: How do we know you didn't put your fingers all over the donuts before you br- brought it to us?
0: Exactly my point. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, it's uh, 7.59, Rock 102. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.13 White Snake. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Windy
1: with a high of 36 today. Tomorrow, uh, more of the same with a high of 34. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Traffic alert. you e- road hog. Four-car wreck on on anyone southbound at mile marker 21. That's, uh, I believe, just after Northampton. Uh, nothing serious, uh, so it shouldn't be too bad of a backup, but... That's what's going on. All right. Good enough. You ready? Mm -hmm. You ready? Mm -hmm. All right. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Live
2: Friday. Friday.
1: All right. Listen,
0: I wasn't satisfied with everybody last week or the week before, so let's make something of this. 293-1021, that is the uh, Route 10 Tire listener line. Yeah. And uh, no filthy language, no hate speech, try not to act like a blithering idiot. I know that's a lot to ask. We'll see how it goes. I can't trust people with that kind of instruction.
1: I know. At Rock 102, good morning, who's this?
2: Is this the lovely Back to the Nagle show?
1: Hey, is this the lovely Hawkman from where?
2: Uh, Mr. Nagel, I'm not speaking to you, but is Mr. Bex there?
0: Uh, Yeah, why are you not speaking to to Steve, Steve?
2: Well, something to do with Sunday, which I can't talk about on the radio. I don't want to get someone in trouble. But, Bex, I want to wish you and Jenny a lovely, wonderful anniversary today. Oh, thank
0: you, Mr. Hawkman. I appreciate that.
2: And you two have a wonderful weekend. and. Mr. Nagel, I'll speak to you sometime this weekend, sir.
1: I'm sorry. uh, My headphones are disabled.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. That's why, you know. Yeah. You know, doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. disabled people. Oh, yeah, there, there you, you know. go. There you go. All right.
1: All right. Well, thank
0: you very much. I'll let Jenny know. Have a good weekend.
2: All right. Bye-bye,
1: guys. All right. There you
0: go. <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning is this.
2: Oh, I love Monday because I got your show to look forward to. It's educational, it's comical,
1: and it's great music. Keep up the great work, guys. Is this Dale, the brain injury guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, Well,
0: thank you, Dale. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're listening.
1: Yep, yep, for sure. Bye-bye. See, look, we're getting them all checked in this morning.
0: (laughs) Rock 102, good morning is this.
1: Oh, uh, uh,
0: uh. Rock 102, good morning, who's this?
2: Hi, my name's Brayden.
0: Hey, Brayden, it's uh, Bax and Nagel. What can we do for you?
2: Yo, so I got a little bit of a joke for you guys, all right? I'm going right. to keep it as clean as possible. Oh, good. All right, so it's called the Pickle Barrel. I'm not sure if you guys heard about it, but uh, it goes a little something like this. So
0: these guys in the Navy, um, he's a little new, so he gets on the ship, kind of exploring, figuring it out. A couple months go by. He's worrying about his, you know, his pleasure cycle. You know, he wants to uh, figure himself out. So he goes up to his, uh, his higher rank, and uh, he asks him, he goes, well, "How do, you, how do you do this? How do you get by? You know, all these, you know, all these months aboard." He goes, "Well, there's this pickle barrel. You know, if you go up to it and do your
2: thing, you know, it'll take care of you." And so, you know, a couple weeks go by. You know, he's doing it. He's having fun, and uh, basically, he goes up to the lieutenant, and he's like, "Man, ever since you gave me that advice, you know, it's been great. It's great." And he's like, well, I'm glad you
0: like it because uh, tomorrow's your day in the Pickle Barrel.
1: I ah, see. <laughs> I don't understand that Now, that's a semen swab in the poop deck. Oh, if I knew anything, now, I would have uh, talk- Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah, talking don't
0: about. Don't make it worse. Yeah. Rock 102, good morning.
1: Who's this? There you go. What's up? Pickle, they, pick- they picked me up, man. We're on our way to Florida. No, oh, it's uh, Oh, it's Dave from Huntington on his way to Florida. Wow.
2: Yeah. No better day than to head out to Florida. It's like 55 mile an hour winds up here and 10 below. Two feet of snow both ways.
0: All right. Well, you have a safe trip.
2: All right, Nagel.
0: All right. All right. There you go. Okay. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
2: Hi. Good morning. This is Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hey. How are you guys?
0: Uh, Very good. What can we do for you today?
2: Well, just wondering, are you guys going to the Springfield RV Camping and Outdoor Show this weekend?
0: Uh, Believe gosh. it or not, there is a possibility we may wind up going. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, we're hoping that everybody comes down. It's going to be a great weekend for the show.
0: Are you uh, Are you uh, in charge of it or you presenting there or something?
2: We are, my husband and I, Jody, are in charge of the show this year, putting it on with our volunteer group in our camping club shut the the front door all right
1: our very own pat kelly will be out there broadcasting live this afternoon
2: that's right we can't wait to have him again this year
1: now do you have any campers that fit a little guy like that (laughs) a mini camper we do oh yeah
2: (laughs) we do we have all kinds of campers it's amazing what they have and what can come in a little box or a big tag along
1: (laughs)
3: yeah
0: that's that's what i'm talking about all right well yeah there's a good possibility that uh, we may see you this weekend
2: all right, well we'll look for you.
0: Okay. All right. great
2: one. Thank you, Debbie.
0: Thank Take you. Care. All right, there you go. Uh, Rock One O Two. Good morning, who's this?
2: Hey, this is Julie from uh from, from Springfield. How are you? Good
0: Julie. What's
2: up? Okay, I have a joke for you. Oh, by the way, back, happy anniversary. No, thank you, and Julie. I think you guys are, you guys are hilarious. But I have a joke, okay? All right, wait, so him and his wife a- are
1: hilarious or me and him are hilarious?
2: Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you and, you and Baxter are hilarious. Oh. I love you guys. I listen to you every morning. Because his right. wife's pretty
1: um, funny. Yeah, too.
0: actually, Jenny's very, very funny.
1: All right, go on. Yeah, I bet she
2: is. To be married to you, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so there's an elderly woman walking down the street, and she's dragging two big black trash bags behind her. This cop is watching her, and every couple steps, the black trash bag on her left behind her left leg, out comes a $20 bill every couple steps. So the cop pulls up and he goes, ma'am, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but um, every couple steps, that trash bag on the left, a $20 bill comes out of it. You didn't happen to rob a bank, did you? She said, absolutely not. I live next door to a football stadium, and every Sunday, men feel the need to put their privates through my fence and try to urinate in my garden. So I grab my gardening shears, and I put it around their privates, and I say $20, or I take it off. And the cop says, okay fair enough he says he starts scratching his head he goes well what's in the other trash bags he says well you know not everybody pays <laughs> hey
1: that's a good one i like yeah, that one. i like that one
2: <laughs> you guys have a great day you're you awesome too. you guys make my morning every morning thanks julie.
1: Right, thank you, julie see that's a good joke yeah it's a bag full of you know yeah what? that's right yeah. rock 102
0: good morning is this you talking to me hey, hey! now we're talking what's going on
2: hey it's George from Agawam hey uh, can I get a couple of shout outs you know to my Howell tech uh, graduates 1985 all my friends out there you know my uh, my boss Mike and uh you know my my coworker Zach you know just just a couple of shout outs and
1: they're all oh working at plimpton aren't they
2: <laughs> oh my god how do you guys how do you guys allow?
0: The listeners to do that that's well dude you know we just picked up your phone call randomly so you're kind of in that too yeah so it's it's a if it's oh, open almost, lines it means everybody's oh, involved right. yeah so so you oh, did
2: that's, it oh that's right yeah so if i'm here and you're there
1: isn't it our show oh for the
0: I, f- for the very brief moments that i'm going to continue to talk to you on the phone yes you're absolutely right
2: oh hey guys uh, have a great day i love Love listening to you every
0: morning. All right, great. Well, thank you very much. Love talking to you, too.
2: All right, bye. All right, there you go.
0: Rock 102, good morning.
2: Who's this? Hey, it's Juan again from Connecticut. What's up? Hey, I got a question uh, about mixed signals from women.
1: About what? About what?
2: Uh, I've been dating. Uh, uh, getting mixed signals. Okay. So, I was dating this, uh, I'm dating this uh, older, older lady. Uh, are you the same guy from last week? Looking, you know, we
1: had a great date. Wait, are you the same guy from we last week with the older now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But a okay. different girl now. Okay. okay. Oh, a different girl. A uh, uh, different one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. You like the old all ones. Right. All right. Go yeah. for it.
2: Yeah. So, so uh, she did a little all that. Uh, but we go on a date. Great night out. We get a little you know, buzz on. Comes back to my place. Get back in my bed. Ships down, everything like that. Start cuddling, you know, but then nothing.
0: Nothing is like
2: a mixed signal, or just like, you
0: know. Uh, it, you know, dude, I, I don't even know what to tell you.
1: <laughs>
0: I yeah. I don't think we can resolve so, your how, relationship how, problems on the phone here.
1: How, how old is this one? She's uh, like 44? Oh, no, that's not. Okay. True. And, and you're, and, what, and you're how old? old?
2: No, I'm 37. 37. That's, that's, that's not too bad. Come on, bad. please. Yeah.
0: That's not an older woman. Well, at
1: least you're getting closer. Last year, it was like a 20-year age difference yeah. they had there. It was, yeah, that
2: was good, too. That was good, too.
1: Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Cool. All
2: right. Well, now, listen. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> it
1: doesn't change, though, huh? I, 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 listen, just by the way you're talking, I'm surprised a woman even actually came home into your bedroom. Yeah, I'm surprised you, you should yeah, be so lucky. Uh, that's you can barely out. find someone your own age.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen, we got other, other people calling. <laughs> All right. All right. Have a good day. We actually had nobody calling. I just didn't want to end, oh, you <laughs> to end. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
2: Yeah, um, Nate Dog from Central Connecticut. Yes,
0: Nate Dogg. What can we do for you?
2: I uh, just wanted to share a clean joke. Okay.
1: okay. We'll go on. All right. Okay. Well, All then. right. Okay. Rock okay. uh, I- I- what is the, the instruction of people not listening to what the well, instructions here's, are?
0: Here's a little, uh, a little, uh, little primer in being on a phone. When someone asks you a question, yeah, you should acknowledge with a response. It's not a complicated thing. No, it's really not. All right, let's try this again. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, guys. It's Vince the plumber. Oh, oh my God! So why today. did this we just... have
1: to take one more call?
2: <laughs> Dude, today is awesome this is great guys i mean the kid so that kid 37 trying to hook up with older ladies i i love that kid
0: now i've actually heard it all because i thought only women had daddy issues now
2: guys have mommy issues i mean this kid this is awesome this is awesome and then the other guy Wanted to do shout-outs. It's like, dude, hey, just do the shout-outs, man. Like me, right now, I'm going to shout-out to my boys at Plimpton and Hills, <laughs> my other plumber buddies, <laughs> the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Yeah. And then a big one,
0: a, a big one because of my, my buddy at work, he was like, dude, you haven't even said my name out there. I'm like, okay, his name is John Adam. We work together. He wanted me to do a big shout-out to him. Hey, Johnny, what's up, buddy? I'm saying what's up. I hope you're listening this time.
1: I feel embarrassed for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But he doesn't work at Plimpton, so he should all be right. okay. We're, all we're right. okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, you guys, have a- you, you have a great weekend. You guys too, man. Later. All right. There you go. One, one
1: more. One more? Yeah, you
0: sure more. About Yeah, yeah, that? yeah okay. Come on. We all gotta, right. The uh, Rock 102, hey, good morning Who's this. Hey,
2: this is Ron, man. Hey, I love listening to you guys' show, but I just got to say, are most of these callers calling in in the morning higher than a kite or what i can't understand half <laughs>
1: <these> people <laughs> i believe we we kind of I'm influence people here. to start uh, either drinking oh. or uh, smoking oh, uh, my the God. devil's lettuce us very early
2: I love the way you get that pause, and all of a sudden you hear them talk, and you're like, wait a minute, are they actually there? <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> but anyways, well, love your show, guys. Love listening to it. Keep well, up the good work. Thank right. you. We appreciate
0: Thanks it. for calling. Okay, there we go. Well, yeah. it wasn't, wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best either.
1: No. No, it was not. Shout-outs left and right this morning.
0: Day 26 of Bax and Nagel at Rock 102.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. Reach children
0: it's 829 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102
1: Dan Brown's got the forecast cuz he's the man Remember yeah, when I, when
0: he I started that whole thing off by by giving a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of instruction Yeah. You know, don't say any filthy words yeah, no yeah, hate yeah. speech don't act like a blithering idiot Yep I know the blithering uh, yeah. the blithering idiot part is is a new uh attack on to the rule book but uh, it is every bit as important as uh, no foul language or hate speech yeah. And let's try to uh, let's try to correct that for
1: next week. Well I uh, I did ap- appreciate the lady with the joke there. That was a good joke. I like that. I hadn't heard that joke yet. Yeah, it's a, a whole bag full of you know what yeah see that's it, yeah. see now that's good jo- that's someone who
0: thought ahead. you know how can I make this a great feature for everybody in in the entire listing area I, And then you have uh, another guy who's trying to bed down older ladies.
1: Uh, much to the surprise of everyone who's ever heard him speak. By the way, I believe a whole bag of those is called a Singapore sling. (laughs) (laughs) You can figure out what that means.
0: We got news next to Rock 102.
1: Here's 833
0: with Bax and Nagel in Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel.
1: Uh, thanks, Max. In developing news out of Holyoke, Western Mass News has learned that a high school teacher is under investigation after a student reported an inappropriate video linked to the educator. See, Western Mass News has a, a different way of saying things than 22 does.
0: It's a little bit more sensational.
1: It's sensational, and now I'm intrigued. I want to know what the video was uh after receiving numerous tips western mass news spent the past few days getting answers which included uh, reagan Lowry going on the hello holyoke uh, forum going hey does anybody have access to this video
0: <laughs> did after, anyone
1: respond to her yeah there, there was a lot of people that responded and even the teacher is named in the in the comments uh, but i'm not saying that because it's not part of the news story after after a letter went out Informing parents of a, an inappropriate video shown to students by a Holyoke High School teacher, they received numerous concerns from both parents and others within the Holyoke community. One parent they spoke with told them that her ninth grade daughter showed her the video and called the content very disturbing. Hmm. On uh, February 2nd, ooh, Groundhog Day, a letter was sent out by Principal Lori McKenna addressed to Holyoke High School North families and staff. That reads in part, I'm writing to let you know that we launched an immediate investigation this afternoon after a student notified school administrators they saw an inappropriate video linked to a teacher's Google Classroom space today. We also took immediate steps to prevent further access to the video. We are working in coordination with the Holyoke Public Schools Human Resources Department. Now I want to see the video. See, that when you do mm-hmm. something like that, when you tell somebody don't watch the video, the first thing I want to do is watch the video. I would like to determine whether it's inappropriate or not.
0: Any time you tell somebody that uh, they shouldn't look at something. Yeah. Of course they want to look.
1: Of course. Of
0: course. I yeah. mean, it happened all the time on the internet. You know, how many reaction videos did you see uh, from that video of those, uh, those two nice girls with that one cup?
1: Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: You tell everybody you're not going to believe this video, and people say, yeah, I really want to see it. And then when they see it, like, why'd you make me watch that?
1: Yeah, why, why did you make me watch that? I just you want to see it, your
0: I just you, wanted to see your reaction. You showed it to me.
1: Well, I just I thought it was interesting. I thought you might like it. For those who are uh, it, ha- it had a good theme song. For those who are unfamiliar, Google Classroom is a free learning platform that is used by schools to allow teachers to create, distribute and grade assignments. Really? Hmm. It's the first time hearing it. That's what schools is. do? Parents uh, they spoke with told us that's the platform where a Holyoke High School history teacher posted the link to the video. They also said uh, they also say he told students to watch and like it for extra credit. In the video, you can see the teacher acting out a scene where his character is shown talking on the phone with an actress pretending to be an underage girl. Mm. The video description says she's getting calls from adult actors dealing with adult-themed issues. And the common consensus we've seen from parents has been confusion. Ashley Cody, a uh, parent to a Holyoke High School freshman, said uh, it made no sense. And then. Even if the that, even if he made that video where he called into some kind of acting, why was it an adult dressed as a little girl? And then he's talking about relationship problems. What does this have to do with acting? That's actually a good point. I, I really don't know. Uh, when uh, Western Mass News reached out to Holyoke Public Schools, they told uh, Western Mass News they couldn't uh, provide any information at the time, except for the fact that the teacher is currently on leave pending the outcome of the investigation. However... They spoke with several upspe- upset parents uh, who shared their reactions, and of course, you know, they do the man on the street interview, and uh, the parents are all upset because right. of whatever this video contains.
0: Of course, you know, you'd, you'd almost have to see the video to really judge for yourself whether it's appropriate or, or inappropriate, kind of like, you know, the same way where, you know, some schools are banning, like, To Kill a Mockingbird or catch her in the Rye or, you know, Huck Finn, for that matter, because, you know, because of some of the content in, in those books.
1: I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say this video is probably a giant piece of crap. It yeah. sounds pretty stupid. Uh-huh. It sounds like it's uh, not uh, good content to be sharing at a, in a school. This sounds like sounds like something you'd be sharing with your drinking buddies. Yeah. But I also would like to see the video myself to to make an accurate judgment, and uh, I can be the. Did you call I, me the Robert uh or Roger uh the Roger Ebert Roger Ebert yeah of of, filth. of filthy videos yeah
0: I'll be your Gene Siskel if it uh, makes you feel any better
1: I'd be more like the Cy Becker of uh of, uh, of yeah, that's
0: respectful yeah 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 why not god rest his soul yeah
1: i give this one star Let's take another look at the Inappropriate Movie. Let's take a look at the movies <laughs> on the Inappropriate Videos. <laughs> We're only doing this because we love side. We love side Becker. Cy and Becker. That, and uh, rest in peace. God rest his soul. That's right. That, that, uh, that man. Um, but uh, stop uh, stop, stop doing stuff with kids. What, 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 do people just not think? They just don't think. I'm you know what, you, this you, guy what, wanted clout yeah. for his video.
0: You know what it is? You know what it is? People do things on social media, mm-hmm. the TikToks, uh, the Instagrams, the YouTubes, and they think there's no ramifications for anything they do. All that bad stuff about being cancelled,
1: that could never happen to me. I'm a teacher. I, I'm an educator. I'm an I'm a history teacher with uh I've dabbled in acting. Yes. Check out my crappy video.
0: Yes, and the, the problem is when people see what he's dabbled in, then all of a sudden they want him
1: bounced. I wonder if it's like hey, hey kids, you think that was funny? Do you think I really got it? You think I really get somewhere hey, with this? Rather than teach you actual history today, I want to show everybody
0: here the video I did on TikTok. And then all of a sudden, he shows the video on TikTok, and ba boom, he blowed himself up and has been canceled.
1: Uh, you want to go down to Connecticut and talk about their problems down there? Sure. Uh, let's see. Oh, this was the, this was the uh, the story I was telling you. This isn't out of Connecticut, but it's out of Arizona. The woman who became famous in 2015 for falsely claiming to be black has now lost her current job because of her OnlyFans account. Uh, Nikichi Diallo, whose former name is Rachel Dolzal, was uh, recently an aftercare instructor for the Catalina Foothills School District in Tucson. The school district confirmed that Diallo was fired on Tuesday after they learned of her public social media post promoting her OnlyFans content. The school district said in the statement, in part, her posts are contrary to our district's use of social media by district employees policy and our staff ethics policy. She is no longer employed by the Catalina Foothills School District. According to The Guardian, Diallo is best known for falsely identifying as a black woman for years and even heading the uh, Spokane, Washington chapter of the NAACP before her parents publicly revealed, yes, she's actually white.
0: Do we know what kind of uh, content she was doing on OnlyFans? Uh,
1: she was uh, posting, uh, you know, nude pictures and all different kinds of positions. They were provocative she, peekaboo shots. Provocative shots. Remember the remember the hairy one uh, from Long Meadow here?
0: <laughs> yes, yes. The woman who was uh, could have used a trim.
1: Yeah, but that was the hook. She was doing that for yeah. dudes who was into hair. Okay, and it uh, looked like she had a snuffle off, I guess. Uh, you know, in some of those shots that we saw. See,
0: no, no but this, the thing. Oh is, no! I know, but the thing. I, I again, I haven't really been on OnlyFans, mostly because yeah. I'm too cheap to buy into it. Yeah. Um, but uh, my understanding is it's not all adult content, so I'm just wondering if, if, uh, if it was adult content that she was doing, or whether she was. Yeah, you got some other kind of thing going on there.
1: Listen, uh, regular social media wouldn't get you banned from a from a school. I'm True. sure they have a social media policy. The teachers are allowed to have social media accounts. There are certain things they're not allowed to put up. Yeah, but only but OnlyFans. Your reputation is that it's
0: primarily you know pornographic, uh, you know sexually provocative stuff. Yeah, yeah, but maybe she was uh, you know giving like a. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. uh,
1: Like arts and craft uh, projects. I don't think she was doing that. You don't? No. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Unless it included body painting, maybe that was the arts and crafts that would would go through that. But uh, this woman is really smart because now she's brought attention to that she has an OnlyFans account, and uh, Mm. there's a lot of people out there that feel bad for people who lose their jobs because of. The fact that they have an OnlyFans account, and uh, she was already infamous to begin with. So that's going to make her even, people want to see that stuff. Yeah, but you know what? I think
0: between this and that whole thing uh, when she was uh, working for the uh, NAACP, that uh, maybe this might have uh, stained her reputation a bit. Perhaps. Maybe that people start uh, looking at her a little... uh, uh, a little differently now.
1: Yeah, how's she going to recover from this one?
0: I don't know. I'm su- I'm surprised she recovered
1: from the last one. Around 10,000 drivers illegally passed school buses during the first six months of the school year, according to a report from Connecticut's largest city. Bridgeport's School Bus Camera Safety Program reported that 9,860 vehicles illegally passed school buses where children while children were being picked up or dropped off. See, I always thought they were just suggestions.
0: No, no, they're not just suggestions. It's a... Uh... It's more than that.
1: Like a declaration. Like it's not you know a stop sign is usually a, like at a at an intersection. A stop sign on a bus does mean stop. No, that's that stop. is that means stop. City officials said the evidence captured on camera demonstrated an ongoing public safety threat that students face on their journey to and from the classroom. The safety of our children is a top priority of mine, said Mayor Joe Gannam. It is unacceptable that there are motorists who blatantly put our children in danger by illegally passing stopped school buses. Uh, Bronnie Chamberlain is a spokesperson for DATCO, the bus company that serves more than 20 in cities and towns in Connecticut. He said that illegally passing stopped school buses has become a common occurrence. I wonder why, though. Is it people not paying attention or people just not given an F? Uh, I think I and it's probably
0: a little bit of both
1: some people some
0: people don't care and then some people you know aren't paying attention to the fact that the sign is out
1: I'm guessing it's the texting and the distracted driving that's causing a lot of that that's probably that's that's a huge number
0: yeah and you know what you got to stop on both sides of the road
1: and I didn't realize Bridgeport was Connecticut's largest city
0: I thought Summers was. That's uh, that's how. No, uh, I un, 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 undialled I am to I Connecticut. Thought,
1: oh, really? I thought it was Bark Barkhamstead. Barkhamstead. How do you say that? Bark Barkhamstead is it Barkhamstead or bark Barkhamstead? Right.
0: When you go, when you when you go, uh, when you go out to breakfast, you get ham and eggs. No, you get ham and eggs. So pronounce the h like a man and be, and be done with it.
1: Yes, but uh, when a dog uh, barks, doesn't he them no. You don't know, no? No. What are you? What are you crazy? out of your mind? Yes, I am out of my mind. You know what it is? It's Friday and I just want to get out of
0: here. Yeah, me too. I'm kinda you know, I'm between that and Ripping into those box of potentially tainted donut dipped donuts. I, I don't know. know what I'm gonna
1: do. Yeah, no, we don't know who the mystery one uh, was that dropped off the donut dip donuts for us this morning. But yeah, we, no one's fessing up. We thank you for the delicious deliciousness or poison that is in those donuts. Yeah, we don't know who was. We don't know if you're on the up and up or, or what. It's gonna be sunny today and windy with a high of 37. Tomorrow. Uh, more of the same with a high of 34. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah.
0: Boston just birthed the biggest man-boy band of now time. Two in
1: Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and windy today with a high of 37. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 34. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. It's a uh,
0: shop Friday this morning at 9 o'clock. If you go to rock102.com, you can save 30% off to Fletcher's Barbecue in Longmeadow honoring mm-hmm. the uniquely American tradition of pit-smoked barbecue. Served up uh, southern classics and international flavors alike with 14 beers on tap, a cozy upscale atmosphere, and a cocktail, wine, and whiskey list to match. And, of course, there's all that delicious barbecue. It's uh, That starts at 9 o'clock this morning at the Shop 30 store at rock102.com. Don't miss out. 30% off at Fletcher's in Longmeadow. Good place.
1: I kind of just want to go in there sometimes just to order a big hot bowl of those grits. Man, they were good.
0: The, yeah, the grits are good. And yeah. I
1: never really liked grits until I had them. It's it's all in the way it's prepared. It really totally. Is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. No. Grits are uh, delicious.
1: What is cream of wheat? What is that? Is C- that C-
0: like a? It's it's yeah. It's kind of like a like a like a like a milled. It it's Oat. basically it's, it's basically be like a a milled wheat broken down kind of the way like polenta which is corn.
1: All right. I don't know if I like the cream of wheat. I said I didn't.
0: Uh, I didn't really mind the cream of wheat, and actually, if you put the like the all that that all that butter and uh, cheese inside of the cream of wheat, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah,
1: you know what? You're, go get the deal on the shop thirty store. It, yeah, it's totally worth it. It's but, totally worth going to to Fletcher's. To, the moist to get the brisket
0: food. and uh, and uh, and the polenta. No, that's not polenta. Well, you yeah. mean the grits. Yeah. Oh my god, so good.
1: I never never really discovered food. Like, it could, like, all the different kinds of foods uh, that you could be made until I was, like, an adult. Oh, yeah. You know, well, growing the- up, my dad, you know, it was it was very, you know, regimented, very, you know, it was pasta, a lot of pastas, a lot of meats, a lot of, you know, things like that well, that were, were basic.
0: You know, back in the day, yeah. you know, people didn't really have much to choose from. Yeah. You know, whether it's based on the money or, you know, the kinds of things that were in grocery stores, everything was, like, kind of like meat and potatoes, and that was yeah. pretty much it yeah but I know a lot of people that are afraid to at least try new foods because you know well what happens if I don't like it let me just finish it and don't eat any more of it that's I, that's it but I like just, people are afraid of it like it's like for like somehow like something you you're not aware of could be evil
1: yeah i we used to be subjected to horrible meals Lip, oh yeah liver and onions you don't like liver and onions no, there's something about that film that's on the outside of the liver that yeah. uh, doesn't taste very good.
0: So I don't. Uh, I I wouldn't like go out of my way to get liver. Yeah, but I don't really mind it when I'm eating it.
1: Or Stouffer's cream chipped beef. Oh yeah, that's not that's not right. That's, that was gross. Yeah,
0: that's basically man. you telling your family we don't love you. A-
1: and I don't even know what kind of beef is that. What kind? What is chipped beef? Is it just like it, it's
0: kind of like a like a dry, it's kind of like a very thinly sliced but kind of dry beef.
1: Yeah, like almost like a salami or a prosciutto type of type of. Yeah, but, but without
0: not, but without all the deliciousness that those things provide.
1: Yeah, and uh, he used to call it the S on the shingle. Yeah, that's that's, that's how we you know.
0: Funny thing is, you know, as uh, as gross as the chipped beef can yeah. be, it's not that far away from like uh you know, biscuits, biscuits and, and gravy gr- right, which i right. love
1: i love that too but there's something about the frozen box of the Stouffer's cream chip beef that gives yeah. me like i have ptsd <laughs> from that. So, it's the you, from like from
0: like looking at like the uh, the frozen block
1: well yeah we didn't have gravy? and we didn't have a microwave you you'd put the whole bag into a boiling pot of water mm. and let it uh, boil for like 20 25 minutes and then he would take it out and put it on burnt toast. And the only reason the toast was burnt because he was too drunk and he put the setting on the wrong uh, thing. Ah, you'll eat it anyway. You scrape off the uh, stuff off the top. <laughs> Man, drunken yeah. meals with Dad. Yeah, ca- good I ca- times. I could ca- ca- have a whole recipe book full of yeah, this Yeah, follow stuff. me for more recipes. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> once, he once cooked okra. Now, have you ever had okra? <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you know it looks like snot bubbles inside yeah, it's of slimy. okra? Yeah, but you're supposed to cook it. Yes, that's right. And then he uh, he was like all excited one day. That, I got some fresh uh from the grocery store. You know what he used to? He, he, let me just paint a picture of the afternoon of what he used to do on a Sunday. <laughs> Remember Jimmy's Cocktails over in Sixteen Acres? It's now yeah, it's now yeah. a big it's now one of those Big Y uh, market yes. things now. Right. Jimmy's Cocktails used to be he used to go to the Big Y next to the Jimmy's Cocktails. Okay, but He would do that last. He would go and sit at Jimmy's Cocktails for like three or four hours, get nice and oiled up, go buy like three things at the grocery (laughs) store, and then come home and go, you should have seen the line on a Sunday afternoon over at the Big Y. (laughs) But he, he took this okra and he, and he yeah. cut up the okra and it was, he didn't even cook it. I, I don't even know what the hell I was eating. It, like he was trying to introduce me to new foods. By ruining by it. By ruining it completely. <laughs> it wasn't until I went to New Orleans many years later yeah. and had like good fried okra. you realize, oh, like, this is delicious. This doesn't taste anything like <laughs> the snot bucket that he was cooking on the stove that night. <laughs> Hey you can uh, see you can see where I, you can see where I get my edge from so such yeah.
0: beautiful memories yeah. it's 858 rock 102